Support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1019. We hear today from Nicole, who asks... So, what is the everyday novelist's origin story? You probably have the story in your archive somewhere, but I don't think I've heard those episodes yet. Was there a key encounter or encourager? Way back in the mists of ancient time, I think it was about 2002. No, it must have been 2004. No? Okay. This isn't when the podcast started, but this is when the seed got planted. Okay. About 2004... We decided, both Kitty and I, because I hadn't successfully written a novel since I was a kid, and Kitty was interested in trying out writing, we went to a write-in at Central Park in Berkeley um, for NaNoWriMo. And the guy that founded NaNoWriMo, Chris, whatever his name was, was there. And I got to talking to him, and I asked him about you know why he chose... Particularly, I was interested in why the hell he chose November, which is the month with Thanksgiving in it, and it's a short month on top of it. And he said, well, I figured if I could do it in November, I could do it any time. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. And I utterly failed at that nano, and I never really tried another nano after that, but that planted the idea that writing every day was something I could do, and something I ought to try to do. And so since that point, I started writing every day, and that was a turnaround. For uh, To start off with, I did um, several screenplays, and then I started jumping into... Then I did a couple nonfiction books, and then started jumping back into novels and short stories after um, a couple of years of taking time off from those. And it was it was just one of those really important things. And I always had it in my head, someday I want to pay this forward, because this idea was really, really useful to me at the right point in my development. Well... Come around 2015, it must have been. Yeah, 2015. Fall of 2015. I had just done... No, no, I hadn't just done a novel in a month. Um, I I was contemplating doing a couple novels in a month because um, I, I had just done a real... I had a really prolific year. I'd done three or four books. And I was in the middle of my fifth for the year. And I thought, you know... It would be fun to do a walkthrough, just a 30-day walkthrough for new writers, giving them advice on where you are at every point in the book, because I'd done enough books by that point. I think it was uh, 10 or 15 books in um, of professional-level fiction, which meant I was about 12 or 15 books in, in general. Um, I was 10 or 15 book, uh, I was 10 or so books in, and I had documented for myself my process. I'd written a lot with Gail when I lived in the Bay Area, and we had worked out the rhythm, the creative rhythm of storytelling. We knew that there was this, these lull points at one-thirds and two-thirds that were really, really difficult to get past. We knew about the interminable climax ramp, all the weird things that we both consistently ran into at different points in the books. So, 
I decided that a walkthrough, just a 30-day podcast, because I love podcasting and I wanted an excuse to get back in the booth because I'd let my fiction podcast go dormant because it just took up too much time. Um, I wanted an excuse to get back on the horse podcasting-wise, and this seemed like a good way to do it. It would be time-limited, it wouldn't take up my life forever, <laughs> and uh, I could just do a, do a quick series, be done with it, and go. It could be five minutes every day. And so I wrote up copy for a 30-day walkthrough. And the first 30 days of The Everyday Novelist, actually 34 because there's a pre-show and then there's three or four what-do-you-do-now-that-you've-written-the-book episodes, those were all scripted, and I was just reading the script. And I got to the end of it and I said, okay, bye-bye, thanks for coming around. And people started sending notes. And... You know, questions for follow-up. There were a couple or three follow-up days. And then someone sent me a letter, and it was actually Mel Todd, sent me a letter saying, please don't stop. This is keeping my writing alive. My husband just died, and I'm desperately trying to get through it, and I need you to keep going. And I, I read that letter on the air, and I said, okay, well, if you guys want me to keep going, you have to send in questions, because it is exhausting to come up with topics, and I just can't do it, and I won't. And I let it sit, and within three or four days, the questions just started coming in. And they kept coming. And I said, I'll keep doing it as long as you keep sending questions. And that was about February of 2016, mm -hmm. and it's now... <laughs> April of 2022, and they're still coming. Um, so you guys have kept this going, and along the way you've supported a Kickstarter, and you've helped us a little bit here and there with coffee and beer money, and on some occasions it's made the difference between making rent and not with your monthly support. And if you listen to this show and you don't support us monthly, please do. We would love to have you. There are film commentaries, and occasionally you get a free book, and it's great. In fact, we've got a free book we need to drop uh, next week. Robert's Rules. They need oh, to get excellent. a copy of Robert's Rules. So, um... It's it's it doesn't cost much either. You know, five bucks a month for the lowest level of support, and um, you get all the goodies, including complete access to the archives, which have started to go away now and get locked up behind the paywall because we've got over a thousand episodes, and you know, got to make money off it somehow because this is a lot of work. But and also we got a safe space on the <laughs> we've got a safe space on the server too. We're running out of space on our server, but yeah, it's. I have met through this podcast people who have become friends, who have corresponded with, who I've done work for, who I've done projects with, and I keep meeting new cool people and finding out about new writers. We've got several writers that have started off as listeners to this show, having only done a book or two, and are now way ahead of me commercially, are just selling like gangbusters, and they still write in occasionally. It's turned into a really cool little incubator for talent and a fun place to talk about ideas that's at least semi-sheltered from the culture wars that are raging all around us. And uh, I love it. I'm so glad that we've got it. So, there have been some times in the last several years when having this show to do has kept me going when I just wanted to give up because there have been some really rough times the last few years. And uh, 
anyway, that's how that's how the everyday novelist got started, and uh, was what in two thousand eighteen I roped you into it. I think something around there. What's your experience with the everyday novelist? Well, it started out with me, like recording the question, um, in studio, mm-hmm. and you answering the question separately in studio more or less and then you editing them together and then at some point we decided we you know the the spaces that we're living are quiet enough that we can um do these as a conversation Mm -hmm. and um they kind of work a little bit better and we get create more interesting answers if we're kind of sitting around talking and um, having a, a coffee or something like that. It's and a good so excuse we, to rub brains together. Right. Like so we, we, just, we just sit down and in lawn chairs in the backyard or um, on the couch if it's really damn cold outside. Mm-hmm. And I read the question and you answer it and I step in with some... Um, randomness or some of my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and you bring a different perspective as primarily a reader and an editor. Yeah. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. And hopefully we get to keep doing it for several more years. Hopefully it keeps being valuable and interesting. Uh, thank you to all of you who listen and send in questions. We are running to the end again. Please send more, especially because we're going to be up on the ranch, which means that oh, producing it's going to we're going to want to do if we can bigger blocks so that we don't have to do uh, it quite so often because it does take time. Um, but yes, uh, we want to. Uh, we want to streamline things on our end while keeping things uninterrupted as much as possible on your end. And the biggest key to that is having a big backlog of questions. So, there we go. Thank you very much, Nicole. And we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't...